0: A week ago, I spent my life racing against time. I'm gonna help you out today, okay? Trying to save people who were running out of it. Catch until one moment changed everything.
1: Come on! Welcome back to the land that we're Living.
0: I don't understand what's happening. I've been having visions. I knew he was gonna die. I think I'm seeing
1: the future. And what would you do if you could see into the future? Would you change the course now, or would you leave it alone? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Forever Fangirls podcast. I'm Sheila Amato, and along with my wife, Kimberly, we're your hosts, and we're glad you can join us.
0: And as you heard from the trailer, we're going to be reviewing the Sony Pictures slash Marvel Permission Collaboration movie? Yes. Uh, Madam Webb.
1: This film was released February 14th in theaters, and we saw it opening weekend. Now, our standard spoiler alert is in effect here because we will be talking about themes and plot points. So if there if you, were any. If you have not seen Madame <laughs> Web, you will be spoiled. So I actually found that Madame Web was supposed to be released July 2023. Okay. And then it got pushed back to October 2023, and then it got pushed again to February 2024. Now, I could not find if this was because of the writer strike or if it was something else. Writer-actor strike, yeah. or Yes, or if it was because they need to do reshoots or rewrites or whatever. So that's a question mark. Mm-hmm. But if I can find that article, articles.
0: That if we can find say. the information, we'll link yes. it. Yes. And it did uh you told me released the same day as the Bob Marley biopic one love yes okay yes so digging into straight up movie facts mm-hmm. unbiased movie facts the budget I found was listed at eighty million however you said you found articles that said it was just slightly north of a hundred million yes there's a
1: question mark there right there are reports that says it's it's over a hundred million and then other reports where it's under and that Sony was actually trying to keep it under.
0: So who knows? But So basically, there's a lot of controversy and lack of information surrounding this film is what you're telling me. Yes,
1: exactly. Okay. And I'm sure that we'll get into that as we discuss I?
0: Should I just do an instant? <laughs> yes. That we have to get into a lot of stuff surrounding extraneous variables yes. of this film.
1: And so this film and the Bob Marley uh, one love film they both were released Valentine's Day to try to capitalize on the fact that President's Day is actually this coming Monday. Yeah, in the right? U.S. So in the U.S., they essentially have like a six-day window for mm-hmm. a new release.
0: So yeah, that, that theoretically would lead to a good box office. One would hope, of course. The current box office haul for Adam Webb, as of this recording is twelve point five million and it's projected to gross twenty to twenty five million in six days. Yeah.
1: And that doesn't bode very well, especially no. considering that the Bob Marley film is projected to gross about twice that.
0: Now while they are apples and oranges, we are just, different films. We're just, just dealing with talking about straight numbers. up statistics. Yeah. Of what one would expect with word of mouth. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. And if we go back from last year to figure out, you know, year over year, I also saw this article that said last year when um, I think it was uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp that came out, mm-hmm. the the sequel, it was not as high as the Marvel movies. But if you fast forward to this year, these two films are well below that gross.
0: One Love is also well below?
1: Yes. The, Interesting. Both, yes. the. This year's box office currently is well below what was last year's.
0: That's very interesting. Well, I mean, in in slight defense, we also, for anybody who lives in the northeast of the United States, we did have pretty bad storms. It was a Valentine's Day storm on Tuesday, which basically made you not want to go anywhere on Wednesday because it was bitterly cold and the roads were icy. So weather in certain areas could have played a factor. I'm not saying it's the only factor, but it, it added to it. In major markets in the Northeast. Yeah. So anyway, we're not making excuses. No. Just pointing that out.
1: Just wanted to move away from the numbers. Yes.
0: Moving away from everything statistical analysis wise and into our discussion. The synopsis from Google is pretty simple. It's just Cassandra Webb is a New York City paramedic who starts to show signs of clairvoyance. Gosh, I wish I had that if I played lotto, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Forced to confront revelations about her past, she must protect, I was about to say project, protect three young women from a mysterious adversary who wants them dead. Ah! (laughs) Already. Yeah, I've done it twice already. Come on. Okay, so going a
1: little bit deeper into the story. Okay. uh, Cassandra's mom, Constance, goes to Peru in her last few weeks of her pregnancy searching for a mysterious spider that she hopes will cure her unborn daughter from an incurable neuromuscular disease. Say that three times fast. I can't. That's why I stumbled <laughs> there a little bit. Anyway, Constance eventually finds this spider. However, the guide helping her, Ezekiel Sims, has more selfish plans for the spider, basically wanting it for himself. Dun, dun, dun. Right? So Ezekiel mortally wounds Constance as he takes the spider from her. Now, there are these Peruvian spider people who help Constance deliver Cassandra before Constance dies. And right before she dies, the spider bit Constance, which delivered the healing venom and cured her daughter of this disease. Unbeknownst to anyone else, it also gave her other superhuman powers. Years pass before Casey becomes a paramedic partnered with Ben Parker, a.k.a. Peter Parker's uncle, Dun dun dun! And wait. <laughs> okay, Cassandra, after a near-death experience, unlocks her ability to see the future. Well, hold on, snippets. time out.
0: She was dead, not near death. She was dead. Oh, she was dead. Okay, yeah, and then you had came to bring back. her back. Yeah.
1: Okay. She she got caught in the web before she went yes. into oblivion, and then came back. Okay.
0: Her essence was floating yes. in the Spider Verse.
1: Yes. So. She now has the ability to see snippets of the future, and she sees Ezekiel, the big bad, trying to kill three teenage girls because he has nightmares of them ending his life. So as Kimberly said in the synopsis, Casey ends up protecting the three girls, fights Ezekiel, and eventually vanquishes him, but not before Casey ends up blind and loses the use of her legs. She Which, men-
0: my understanding, and I apologize for mm-hmm. cutting you off. I do believe that is how Madame Webb is in the comics. Yes.
1: Yes. And so she mentors the three girls who eventually become superheroes themselves aka Spider Woman, Aranya, and Spider Girl.
0: So So basically, what you're telling me is it's the Spider Verse. It's the
1: Spider Verse. <laughs> Before we hit all of your pins, uh, let's just talk about the good for now, shall we? Sure. Okay.
0: I think, and I know she's been getting a lot of negative press for it. Mm. I actually think Dakota Johnson did a great job with what she was given. Yeah. I mean, playing a foster care child who... Thought her mother gallivanted across the world to study spiders instead of taking care of her and giving birth in a hospital up here, not understanding the backlog, working through the foster care system, having attachment issues, having issues with trusting people, forming relationships. All of that, to me, with that delivery that she gave worked. Right.
1: Because she wanted to close herself off. She didn't want to get You protect
0: yourself. Correct. Now the dialogue.
1: (laughs) Oh, goodness.
0: She is perfect for this role in what she was given. Yes. The fact that
1: she was trying to figure out not only how to navigate personal and social connections. Mm-hmm. She also had to now figure out what the heck is happening to her because she's she thinks she's going crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. And no one else is noticing this, obviously. It's hard for her to talk to anybody about it. And then, you know, when you say, Well, I can see the future, then people make fun of you.
0: And she so. had the near death oh, sorry, the death experience where everybody she was running around going, Ah, my heart's stuff for three minutes, big deal. I'm good. I'm awake. I'm fine. Because she doesn't want attention. She doesn't want right. to go to the hospital. She does that all fits. Right. Now, does that mean we could have gotten more information? I'm just saying she was excellent for what she was given. She fits the role. And what I did like is they didn't make her overly powered. She needed to be very subtle because Madam Web is about intelligence, clairvoyance and using information intelligently because she doesn't have the Mm brawn. So... Dakota Johnson did bring that across very well Yeah, in subtle movements and everything else to understand that here is somebody who is using her mind to overpower and using information and intelligence to combat brute strength.
1: Uh, I was going to say brain over brawn, but yes, absolutely.
0: I'm glad you remembered that. I didn't. (laughs) I couldn't find it in my head. Maybe because I was hitting that button too much. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm so sorry.
1: Anyway, I was going to say, you know, to segue a little bit to the other characters, there's a great parallel between Madam Web and her three charges. Her spiderlings? Her spiderlings. Um, because they also, in their own way, you know, from situations where they also had difficulty connecting, mm-hmm. right? Difficulty connecting, trusting, trusting. They
0: were, for lack of better phrasing, they were sort of ignored and outcast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and give them credit. Those three actresses, Sydney Sweeney, Isabella Merced and Celeste O'Connor. I thought they were cast well. And I thought, again, did great with what they had, but were severely underutilized. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh goodness! Okay, I'm going to forget all of these points. There, I, are so I know. Many. Yes, and I
1: can yeah, <laughs> I won't be able to follow. Just, or keep, just remember keep all going. of them.
0: Either we'll get um, to it eventually.
1: Okay, the fact that they did introduce Mary Parker and her brother Ben Parker,
0: and Mary Parker was pregnant with Peter Parker. Ah!
1: <laughs> they did say she was having a boy. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So there was a clue there, although I totally missed it. But that's although okay. it
0: could have been. Ah! added to give more depth you want to hit that one more
1: time okay <laughs> are you okay now no oh my goodness all right are there any other good here do you want to just go into the bed
0: i truthfully i would love to sit and just talk with dakota johnson over this her and, and the other three uh, spiderlings mm-hmm. it would be an interesting conversation with okay.
1: them all right that's but, about it um we before we go into the bad
0: no we have we have a theme,
1: yes we uh, do a, have theme a theme i mean we 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 alluded to it, we touched upon it already, yes the the theme of found family, right that Madame Webb and her spiderlings basically found each other they were fighting against the gravity of being pulled together. They're mm-hmm. like, no, I want to go and uh Maddie wanted to go and skate and go find food <laughs> well, <laughs> and then Anya didn't want to draw any attention to herself because her father got deported, and mm-hmm. so she's here by Yeah, and she needs to
0: survive under the radar until she's 18, 18, I
1: correct. And then Julia, her parents are divorced. Her mom is in... A psych ward. A psych ward, whereas her father is now focusing on his new family mm-hmm. and is just ignoring her completely.
0: And then you add that um, Julia... Our parents are in China, Beijing, I think, or they're they're working overseas. Maddie's parents. Maddie's parents. Sorry. They're they're overseas. Yep. And they've just left her alone. Yep. To, you know, with the nanny. Mm-hmm. So basically, all three of these girls are younger versions of Cassie, whereas Cassie made it through the system and has found her own way and found a job that works for her that allows her to live her life. And she even takes care of a cat that she literally just calls cat.
1: Well, because it's a It's a stray. stray.
0: But the point is, it fits the profile. Mm -hmm. Cassie helps people but never sees them again, wants no connections with them, doesn't take accolades from them. She won't take the card or the little cardboard thing, the the drawing on the construction paper from the kid. All of that stuff, it fits. Right.
1: Who, interestingly enough, is the stepbrother of Julia.
0: And Maddie flipped her off when she was uh cassie was driving the ambulance rushing mm-hmm. someone to the hospital and anya, anya lives is, in her building yeah so, so all of them are close connected enough. yeah you no
1: know, the web is the web we is uh fanning out
0: what is it what a horrible web we weave mm-hmm. is that the line
1: or a, t- <coughs> a twisted web we weave? <coughs> <coughs> yes oh my goodness okay so
0: that i just needed it for emphasis on the wrong syllable okay fine should we go into the bed i
1: know you want to so go
0: If you have an emergency, quack it. We have got emergencies here, people. The script is pathetic. It is weak. It is the biggest downfall of this project. We know the girls are being hunted, right? Why? Mm -hmm. Because he says so. And she sees it.
1: The trailers also allude to it.
0: Well, (laughs) take the trailer out. (laughs) okay? Because the trailer showed basically the entire film and, you know, what... 90 seconds Mm -hmm. the villain is a bully that's all he is he says they will take everything i have built what did you build dude i know nothing about you what did you build you stole a spider which creepy peruvian people with spiders calling over them totally made me itch in the theater neither here nor there (laughs) but here's a dude sitting there who goes to bed with a woman and then steals her card kills her with poison And then all of the sudden, he's yelling at another woman to, like, use the national security grid and all the lights and blah, 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 blah. Well, why are we going after them? Because they will kill me. I have seen it. They will take everything I have built. What did you build? Who are you?
1: Basically, all of the riches that he stole. I I understand. It's the. What's the word I'm looking for? I have
0: no idea because this film was really the writing was atrocious. (sighs) They alluded to it. The thing for me was, all I knew is he stole a spider.
1: Yes. And which that it can didn't... give
0: you superpowers, because we've seen it, but it doesn't necessarily do it for everyone, as we've seen for Cassandra. It gave her uh, powers in a different way. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe it magnified whatever was already inside them.
0: Maybe. He seemed he to be a more venom, anger right? and exactly. brute strength. He was the security, therefore he got more brute strength, mm-hmm. and she... Was more intelligent, you know, standoffish and whatnot. But again, we're making assumptions because it's not there. Yeah. Okay, ready? Madam Webb, bad guy, goes to high school, picks on people, says they're going to hurt him, so he's got to wipe them out. It sounds like a weird trip of high school's mean girls and minority report with spiders. <laughs> and did I mention I got itchy in the theater? <laughs>
1: Yeah, they were crying all over him. Yeah, All right, so Tahar Rahim, who plays Ezekiel Sims. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but to me, it feels like he was miscast in this film. I mean, I don't know if we already spoke about it or maybe alluded to it, but it didn't feel like he was developed enough. He had a, a slight backstory, right? He, we knew he stole the spider from Cassie's mom. Mm-hmm.
0: But there was nothing else there. And it didn't feel like he could do anything with what he had.
1: Maybe, it was very one-dimensional, yeah, yes.
0: And I don't know if that was direction, um, but I struggled with his character. Mm. And I did struggle with him on screen because I didn't get anything from the performance. Yeah.
1: I mean, I turned to you after the the movie and I said, "Did you notice several of his scenes where the dubbing was just terrible?"
0: He, I did notice that and I I was like, "Wait a minute, is that a weird sound like yeah. um either his lips were closed and the voice was talking or the voice didn't match the lip movement." Right.
1: And that actually was the thing that took me just completely out of it. I'm like, "All right, this is not good." But the only thing that I took away from that is, you know, he obviously was bitten by the spider or he had the spider bite him, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. But his powers are are different than Cassandra's. He has like poison when when he wants to as he touches you, whereas hers is the more intellectual thing. So again, brain versus brawn, right? That was the only thing that I think was a good representation of the differences and maybe it manifested, you know, what they already had in
0: them. I I don't know. I just looked at the character and the way it was brought to life and all I got out of it was whiny guy doesn't want to lose something that he built that we don't know to three girls. Mm. It came across that way. It came across so flat, so uninteresting and so empty. And I don't know why that was, if it was script, which we do know is very thin, we've we've already discussed that, if it was direction, if it was choice, mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: Yeah. And when you have a weak villain, it doesn't bode well, because then all of the things that you're trying to lay down, right, mm-hmm. to, to establish, doesn't have that payoff at the end. So it didn't
0: feel like the stakes were high enough. Right. Exactly. Because, again, if you don't know why they're coming after you, then so what? Somebody else could easily take whatever he built. Right. I mean, the woman who I don't even know her name was sitting by all the computers with all of the information and access to everything. She could his have literally assistant. Yeah, his assistant. She could have literally taken everything away under his nose and destroyed everything he built. The SEC can destroy everything he's built. I mean, I what did you build?
1: <laughs> anyway, okay. So um, continuing
0: on to this though, since we brought up the dubbing. Mm-hmm. The CGI was eh. Yeah. There were moments where I was like, "Ooh, that was bad." Um There were moments like when she's in the web, some of it's not bad. The end wasn't bad when Well, to me the end where she splits herself into three pieces cuz she's finally accepting who she is mind Well, no,
1: that was fine. It's when she was in the water.
0: Oh yeah, no, that was that was weird. Yeah, when she it fell into weird. the water.
1: Yeah, that that was just like, oh, what happened there? You know
0: what it reminded me of? Mm-hmm. It reminded me of the reviews for Cats when... I was just going to say people that. People said it wasn't completely rendered. Yes. And like human hands were there and it was supposed to be cat paws. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of, like someone forgot to hit the render button.
1: It's funny that we're on the same wavelength. We did mm-hmm. not talk about this before, no. but it did remind me of Cats as well.
0: But there were also some spots where the CGI was like, wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why.
1: It's like maybe it was rushed in certain points.
0: Ah! (laughs) I hope you remember all of your little pins. My closing is going to cover all of my pins. So I'm just going to let that hang there. Um, I am going to say I think the reviews are beyond harsh. Mm. Um, I think there's a lot of valid points, but they're just they, they feel so much harsher than they needed to be and again i'm not saying that they don't have you know some validity right but at this point it seems like and i'm sorry if this is coming off oddly and and please you let me know if if you have seen the similar track record anytime there's a female-led superhero film or female-led film ghostbusters you know even if they're not great which again this film is not great But it just seems like this vicious onslaught, Well, yeah, more so than even Morbius. And Morbius was
1: bad. Well, I didn't see Morbius, so I can't. I
0: did on a plane. I just, I wanted to finish it to say I finished it because there were some people saying it was brilliant and there were some people saying it was atrocious. There was no in between. I'm very in between about this film. Mm. And
1: it it happens, like you were saying earlier, to women-led films, right? I mean, we, we saw that with Barbie. Mm-hmm. The difference is Barbie was a really great movie and it made a billion, over a billion dollars. Well, so did
0: Captain Marvel. And we still hear about how hor- like horrible and how Brie Larson is a pathetic actress and all of this other stuff. And then they've now referenced the Marvels. <laughs> that, again, is another situation. And I'm, mm-hmm. again, I'm not going to say every single female-led film gets this. Because I have seen male-led films get this. I'm not saying it is a 100% emphatic issue here. I'm saying this seems to be the trend at this moment in time.
1: Well, I'm seeing it more for female-led films. And and I don't know, maybe that is the influence on me. Because I like seeing women-led films. Strong female-led films. And
0: diverse female-led
1: films. And diverse, diverse, diverse cast. What's also yes.
0: interesting, and I'm going to deviate slightly because it's Sony and Spider-Man, and then there's Marvel, and then there's yeah. DC. Every time we discuss female-led superhero films, people reference Wonder Woman. Not the second one. 1984 was atrocious. But they always reference Wonder Woman as how to do it right. I found Wonder Woman to be a very well-done film, excellent casting- end. Until the last five minutes where, oh, wait, you once again need a man to make you whole. And this is not about Wonder Woman. No, but my my point is, do you feel that that is an actual well-represented film that people should emulate, that Madam Web should have emulated?
1: No, I don't think it should have emulated that at all, because the point of being a superhero is that you have it within yourself to overcome it. Yes, you might need help from friends and family, but you have your own power to get through it, whatever that it is, right? So again, for me, it's always the fact that women are portrayed as, or should be portrayed as damsel in distress, and they cannot be strong and stand up on their own. That seems to be what, is causing this attack, for mm. lack of a better term.
0: And we should just put a caveat in here. Disney Plus did release the Marvels on their streaming service. Yeah, and you and told me, I've me about I've been this. seeing the reviews on social media of how people are going, oh, this is a, a nice, fun little film. Again, we, we said because before, it was, it's not Shakespeare. It's just a fun little film. And it's that's what it was supposed to be. Exactly. And that's what this is supposed to be. And <laughs> there's other problems with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not going to negate it, but... I don't think it falls at Dakota Johnson's feet. I don't think it falls at the female cast feet. No, And I don't think we can use it against other female-led films. And I think the issue runs much deeper than people are willing to admit. And streaming versus theaters is only one small aspect of it.
1: Yeah. Any other bad that we need to touch on?
0: For me, it was the Spider-Verse. You know, there was so many inklings throughout this whole thing, especially with Ben... And Peter being born. Mm. That leads you to believe this is, oh, wow, they're going to be connecting the Spider-Verse. And they're going to do it right. I mean, they did Into the Spider-Verse and its subsequent sequel. Mm -hmm. And those are very well received. And they're very good. I was hoping that this would be the beginning of the live action. And it seems like when they want to do live action, they sputter. And... I'm unsure if the studio wanted to do it or not because it seemed like there were moments where it could have been brought in and it was yanked out and then it was ignored. It didn't feel whole.
1: Yeah. I was more thinking that because, again, I did miss the fact that that was Peter Parker being born. I thought it was more building upon the fact that now there's going to be the Spiderlings and Mm -hmm. they're going to have their own But they're part
0: of the Spider-Verse. Right.
1: I was thinking more that it was going to be focused on them, right? Mm. And moving forward. Now, if there's going to be a sequel, who knows, right? Because we don't know.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So can we go into the cute? Because I really related to Maddie in this film. Like, she was always hungry. And you did not want to see her hangry. No,
0: I am afraid of you when you're hangry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't mess with me when I'm hangry. Yeah. No, You want to know a
0: superhero? She's She's got all that my wife has all the powers... Under the sun when she's hungry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was one. And then this is more heartwarming to me than
1: cute. Mm -hmm. But at the end, at the hospital, when the nurse came in and was asking the girls, are you family? And Casey just said, yes. No pause. Mm -hmm. Like, just said emphatically, yes. They're mine.
0: Yeah. I I like that line. I love it. It was one of, to be frank, it was one of the few lines you know, of dialogue that actually were very powerful.
1: Yeah, because there you saw that she finally opened herself up.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. Anything else for the cute, the good or the bad? I don't think so. I think that
1: was enough, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay, so it is now time for our Forever Fangirls rating. Drum roll, please. We rate Madam Web 2.25 stars. This is a blended rating. Um, Kimberly actually rated it as a
0: 2.0, while I rated it as a 2.5. So, flop or not, can it develop legs to success? No! Mm. It is going to flop. Mm. And once again, the minute people compared it to Morbius, reviewers gave it a low percentage rating on Rotten Tomatoes, there was absolutely no path to success. The word of mouth is horrific. It will not recover. Again, a lot of those complaints are valid and I will never, ever negate them because I see and I completely understand where they're coming from. But overall, this feels like a project that could be salvaged and I do believe it could be expanded upon with a proper screenplay behind it. I can see a sequel that expands on the foundation and creates something much better than its first installment. Mm. I do not believe this was a failure on the women in the lead roles. To me, this was a complete and utter failure of the writers and the studio. If they are responsible for the lack of Peter Parker connection and for pushing what felt like a completely incomplete script, like things had been in there but then pulled out, things were Mm. shoved in there that didn't fit... They failed this cast, and in doing so, they failed their viewing audience, and they failed one hundred percent the character and the story of Madame Web and the Spider Verse in this film. Yeah,
1: unfortunately, I agree. It'll likely be a flop. And when I realized that the original writers of Morbius also wrote Madame Web, I no. was hoping. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. Oh, that explains so much. <laughs> Yeah, when you were talking about Morbius, I'm like, uh, okay. I didn't know that I was so frustrated. I didn't even look at it.
1: Yeah. So when I realized that I was hoping against hope that this would be better. To me, the movie does have some entertainment value. Agreed. Right. But like you said, you know, the script is weak, the dialogue really wasn't that great. And the final battle scene doesn't feel earned. Because of that. The big bad guy isn't that big, or bad. So like, there's just nothing there character wise. And I actually wanted to draw attention to an article that I saw on the Hollywood Reporter where there's a false narrative. This is actually tying into what you were saying earlier about the reviews, Mm -hmm. where people are just taking bits and pieces and creating a false narrative to the point where it Shows like Dakota Johnson hated her own movie, which wasn't the case. And so that doesn't help the film. Mm -hmm. And it goes to that trend that you were talking about where in order to get more clicks or more likes, they're doing these like
0: really polarizing Hosts. And it's really sad that that's what we've come to because it started in politics and now it is everywhere. Yeah. But in know. order to get traction on social media or whatever, it seems like there are no moderate reviews right. with like making or bringing up some good points. It's either vicious or love. Right.
1: I agree with you there. There is this middle ground where you know, it's not an unmitigated mess. There was a logical story. It just wasn't strong enough. It wasn't developed. It wasn't
0: developed. I mean, look, people, if we can find something positive about cats and Morbius and Morbius, I will say what was great. Jared Leto was well cast. Mm. Everything else was bad, but he's well cast. Okay. Cats, their voices are phenomenal. Everything else is wrong.
1: Yeah. Jennifer Hudson. But if you
0: can find Mm. one good aspect of something, say it. Yeah the film is atrocious. Great. But what about it is good? That what is a redeeming factor? Mm-hmm. You know, what could they have done? Look, Madam Webb is a great premise that the studio bungled. The origin story is an interesting one that could have been developed. Like we've said into a beginning step to connect the entire spider verse. Instead, we were given a lead who did the best she could with a weak and simple storyline that basically felt like it was taken out of a crackerjack box. Knowing the individuals behind Morbius now had their hands in this film is disconcerting. And frankly, they should have known better. In the end, we face a dilemma. And this is what I was referring to before. It could be that films like this are failing because of superhero fatigue. Mm -hmm. And that I do think is real. I think everybody is kind of, okay, it's another Marvel Marvel film or another DC or another whatever. It's just this massive universe, comics. So I'm sure that is a huge issue. It could be the battle between streaming and theaters. Could be the lack of proper support for female-driven films. It could be a combination of all three. I can't pinpoint a cause, only that things need to change. If it's an issue with female leads, we need the studios to back these characters properly with good scripts... Actual development and real marketing, if it's a simple case of thrusting out whatever they can to fill, you know, film slots in the age of streaming, the studios need to understand that we have other better options. Again, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. But this one feels like it falls squarely at the feet of the studio, the writers, the director. They dropped the ball and they failed everyone.
1: I'm still kind of stuck on when you said Cracker Jack, because now I'm hungry.
0: (laughs) And you don't like her when she's hangry. I feel like you're the Hulk. You don't like her when she's hangry.
1: Anyway, I have nothing more to add, because I think that was an excellent summary.
0: Wow. She's just really hungry and wants Cracker Jacks. Yep. So I'm going to just apologize, because really, I, I wanted more. Mm. And um, I'm sorry that this review is, is very dark. I hope we did try to shine light on some good positive moments. And that is going to be our show for today, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in to our review of Madam Webb. If you would like to reach out to us here at Forever Fangirls Podcast, we have several ways you can do that. You can go to our website at foreverfangirls.com, find links to our Discord, social media, and a contact form, and easy buttons to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts with past episodes also listed. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah.
1: So, until next time, stay safe, be kind, and remember, it doesn't take a clairvoyant to know you don't mess with the mama bear and her cubs, or in this case, Madam Web and her spiderlings. We just wish that the story matched a mother spider's intensity and commitment.